Uh, the red uh, that we see isn't actually the flower. No, National Point set a day. Just a reminder, is December 12th. Very exotic region of Okotoks. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, they don't. Legitimately. Wrapping up plants. It's like going outside naked. Yeah. You wouldn't do that in minus 10. You don't ever want it to be bone dry, but you don't want it to be saturated. You do that thing where you put a seatbelt on it. Great, now I got out of that. You like being a galad. Welcome back to the Helpful Gardeners podcast. This week, Colin, I want to ask you a question. It's not the hypothetical question of the week. Not uh, yet. I thought we were starting with that. I was no. like, ooh, weird twist. No. Okay. All if right. I was to ask you, what is the most iconic Christmas flower? What would you say? Uh, it would have to be the poinsettia. Well, yeah. Yeah. And so this this week, this is why this is the topic, because there is an actual national poinsettia day. And okay, so it doesn't cover Canada. It's oh. it's mostly for Mexico and the States. But I mean, I kind of just throw us in there. Too. Yeah, we're, we're, no, we're taking it. Let's, I mean, we just like to be included yeah, in everything. Yeah, they're not throwing right? us in. We're showing up uninvited. Exactly. Yeah. We're party crashers. Exactly. Um, but it's December 12th. Okay. And it's just kind of celebrating this really special <clears throat> relationship between poinsettias and all of us North American countries. Um, it's one of the, or if not, the best-selling houseplant in North America. That's a great trivia question because I'm willing to bet if you ask that question in July, yeah. nobody would get it. No, nobody would get that. Right now, yeah, there's a fighting chance yeah. I might have thought yeah. of it, but I'm, I'm willing to bet if you'd said, uh, what's the best-selling uh, uh, houseplant? I would have been like, Monstera. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because that's what we're exposed to online, ex right? It's like everybody, I mean, there's hashtag Mon Monstera Monday, yeah. right? I got to hand it to the poinsettia because there's so many varieties of it's poinsettias. Every right? year, a new one. Every year, new. I think just downstairs, we have a couple new uh, new varieties in, yeah, which is really cool. Lyman, lemon, I think it yeah. is. And then the, did you see the rose one? Yes, the rose one's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah, but I mean, we have them in all different kinds of sizes. And I mean, I was even at Superstore the other day. If you spend over a certain amount, they just give you a poinsettia. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like so. So people are getting them for free. Um, it just kind of seems like I mean, even over the weekend, I was like, Brad, we're going to go pick up our Christmas tree. And I was like, should we just get a poinsettia while we're there? <laughs> <laughs> like, right. It's just kind of like yep. one of those add ons because because they are a really beautiful plant. And if you're not familiar with the poinsettia, usually the most traditional type is the beautiful red one. Yep. They're relatively easy to take care of. And we're going to dive all into poinsettias in today's yeah. episode. I'm really excited. Well, I, and and it's funny that you said that every year I wait for them to come in and I wait for Jeanette to get the the, the big ones. Yeah. Uh, and I always bring one for my mom and I oh. always go out of my way to find the most outrageously massive one I can yeah. possibly find. Yeah. She just, she loves them. She, yeah. Because we, okay, so we never had them in Europe. What? Yeah, we never ever. Now, maybe that's changed again um, as, you know, the world has gotten smaller through social media and uh, whatnot. It, it, it probably has changed. But if you asked me in England what a poinsettia was, no idea. It does make sense. Kind of going back into the, the history of the poinsettia, it stems from a Christmas legend down in Mexico. Oh. Um, so it is... Uh, it's called La Flor de la Nochebuena, or Flower of the Holy Night in oh, Mexico. I was going to say beautiful night. Uh, see, you were on yeah. the right track there. Poinsettias are revered because of a legend that recounts the story of a poor little girl who despaired of having no gift for Jesus' birthday. An angel appears to tell the child that the most important thing to give is a gift with love. The child gathers weeds from the side of the road to place in the baby's manger. 
And then miraculously, the weeds bloomed into this gorgeous, what they call red star flowers, otherwise I, known as the poinsettia. I can see why they would call it the red star. Yes, exactly. Um, I also was really intrigued by the proper name for the poinsettia. Do you know this? No, I, I figured it was just some variation of like point, like uh, poinsettia rubrus or something. Yes. Well, it's euphorbia. Okay. Pulcherima. Wait, how do you pronounce this word? Oh, great way to put me on the spot. <laughs> just be careful. Uh, euphorbia pulcherima. Euphorbia pulcherima. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it's it's stems from a Christmas legend and is a beautiful Christmas tradition. Because they grow as perennials in Mexico, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and uh, some of them. Uh, they, they turn into actual like woody stem shrubs uh, and they'll get like 10 or 15 feet tall as it cools down, relatively speaking, for Mexico uh, and the days get a little bit shorter, the darkness and the cooler temperatures trigger it. But here's uh, uh, the interesting thing. The red uh, that we see isn't actually the flower. OK, that's what I really wanted to talk about, because I, this is a very common misconception. Yep. Everyone calls the, the red bit the petals, but it's not. No. Nope. They're just leaves are called bracts. So why are they different colors from the green ones? Because if you look in the center of the poinsettia, you'll see a, a cluster. They almost look like uh, little berries. Yeah. Uh, and the, the, they're a little yellow cluster in the center of the bracts. And then the bracts, the bracts are basically uh, just leaves. And the leaves go the bright color because the flower itself isn't uh, showy enough to attract the pollinators. So the leaves are like, we got you, fam. And the leaves go the bright red. That attracts the pollinators. And then the pollinators can find. Remember when we were talking to uh, Elise about the bees? Yes. And she was talking about uh, the different colors and how it showed the bees. It's almost like that. Like they go bright red to be like, hey, right here in the middle. Yeah. And then the pollinators can find it, and then that's how they survive. See, that is so cool. I bet you a lot of people have never really taken the time to look that closely inside of a poinsettia before. When I was a single dude, when I was doing most of my landscaping and horticulture and whatnot, I I didn't do anything for Christmas. No Christmas tree, no Christmas lights. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was no point. It it didn't do anything for me. So it wasn't until uh, I got married and had a kid and all of that that I started getting into it. And then I was working here, so I started learning more about it. If you'd asked me when when I was doing, you know, my horticulture back in Montreal, I would have been like, yeah, it's a flower. Yeah. I I would have legitimately, because it it stands out, it's showy, and our brain tells us that that is the flower. Yeah. Because a lot of people as well, they take the poinsettia, and the moment Christmas is done or New Year's done, it's like, into the compost with you. But I've seen some that people have kept, and you've got the green leaves, then you've got the bright red uh, bracts, and then you've got green leaves coming out above those because <laughs> it's gone. It's it's obviously flowered. It's done its thing. Probably didn't get pollinated if it was in the house, uh, whatever. Uh, and then it puts out new growth, and it's like, oh, that looks really interesting. <laughs> that's that's a different poinsettia, but yeah, no, that. So they're actually the bracts, but they are. As Shakespeare said, a rose by any other name would smell as sweet. Yes. Actually, one of the things that I also noticed um, a lot, some of them can give off sort of a milky substance. Have you seen that before? So what is that? Sap. It's just sap. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's just the the sap. So if you snap a leaf off and squeeze the stem, you'll see it in there. Yeah. That is basically like all there is really to a poinsettia. Um, But what's really interesting is that there's like, 
a ton of different varieties. Yep. So as we we're mentioning, there's like two new ones that we noticed in the houseplant department this year, but there's a lot of those classic ones as well. I mean, you always have the traditional red and then that's always yep. loved. And we usually get way more of that kind over other kinds. But one of the ones that really caught my eye was what's called the Sonora white glitter. And it's sort of like the red with just splatters of white. Have you seen that yep. one? Yeah. It almost I, reminds me of like stars. Yeah. It's, it's like a variegation. Yeah. It's like a variegation. When it comes to poinsettias, I'm definitely a traditionalist. Are you? I don't know whether or not just the red appeals to me mm -hmm. more. Um, don't get me wrong. I have a place for everything and everything in its place. Yeah. My mom, uh, we used to bring them in. We don't anymore, but they would dye the leaves. And my mom used to love the ones that uh, were blue. Oh, I've seen that. And they throw yeah. like a little bit of glitter on yeah. top. And yeah. she used to love them because uh, her Christmas theme, she does uh, blue and silver. Yeah. Wait, uh, you know, I know my mom <laughs> listens every week. So good choices. Yes. Beautiful. <laughs> My mom, the non-traditionalist. Yeah. I think last year, the year before, I got a one and they put uh, a white one, yeah. a pink one, and a red one in the same pot. So it was just three oh, bright colors. Oh, I do colors. like that. Yeah, she loved that one. You know, it's that's an interesting point, though, to make, is that when you see the blue ones, like that isn't natural. Yeah. That has been dyed. Uh, like I've seen purple. I've seen... Orange. Orange, like yeah. neon orange. Neon orange. Uh, Oh my gosh. I'm, I'm sure they've done every single color. They yeah. probably just haven't done red, pink. And I mean, I say white, it's not really white. It's more like a, a lime. It is definitely like, like a, a little bit of an off white. Yeah. I've yeah noticed. Like a yellowy. Like, yes. Yellowy, yeah. yellowy white. And I mean, the marble star is definitely one of those just to kind of give you a little quick look. So it's right. like pink in the middle with white on the outside. Um, you have just like the pure white one. There's this one called um, ice crystal. Okay. Tell me that doesn't look like ketchup chips. It absolutely <laughs> looks like ketchup chips. Oh like, my God. I can't help it. Every time I see the ice crystal one, um, I'm actually going to be popping all of these into our blog, our show notes section later today. So make sure to go in and just have a peek. Some of these varieties are really fun. There, there's vibrant red ones. There's pink ones. There's that yellowy white one that we're talking about. There's the, the new rose one and the lemon poinsettia to check out as well. And I think we might still have some in stock. I was down there the other day and it was... They move fast. People want new. And that's the new. thing. And that's the thing. It's like you and I are more on the traditional side, but like a lot of people like yep. to have fun with it. Well, right? what do, okay. What do you think of this? Okay. So the, the, those are the colors of the Bracts. I feel like a nerd now saying Bracts. I'm going back to flower. <laughs> what do you think of the variegated leaf? Like the starry one that we were talking about? Like, no. Yeah. But where, not the or actual like colored Bract. Yeah. Like the one that, uh, it's almost like a holly leaf. Okay. I'll be honest. I hadn't really like seen something like that before. And I kind of like it. It's like it's like combining two Christmas icony type of things, right? I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I'm like, well, it's got the red that I like. And yeah. I'm like, I like that. <laughs> it's like, I like apple pie and I like butter tofu, but I don't know that the two would go together. Yeah, yeah. You know, one after the <laughs> other. But it's... Um, it's interesting. Yeah. And that's, and that's the thing is that I love it when they do that. I love it when they come up with... You know, if we're talking about a garden, I don't think any plant, I, I mean, probably yes, but the one that comes to mind for the one that's been the most hybridized and new varieties and new varieties every year has to be the hosta. Oh, yeah. And there are certain hostas I don't particularly like. I don't find them. I, I don't like the color. I don't like the way the leaf is. Mm -hmm. And there are other ones that I'm like, it is stunning. It is beyond stunning. Yeah. Like personally, I probably wouldn't go for a white one Yeah, just because I, I, I don't know. I find it really hard to get white just because 
I'm nervous about what it'll look like over time or um, maybe it just doesn't go really with my yeah. with my aesthetic at home. And that's totally fine. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just like and that's why it's really nice that the poinsettia has so many different kinds because it really caters to everybody's yep. aesthetic. And there's nothing wrong with getting two. Get, yeah. the, get the traditional, if that's your cup of tea, and try a new one. Yeah. Even the new ones. Doesn't matter what they've done. A variegated leaf or the, the rosette cluster or they've changed the color. The care instructions are the same. Okay, before we even talk about taking care of the poinsettia, I'm going to address the uh, the big ugly thing I see every year that makes me sad. Yeah. Okay, uh, obviously we want you to come to Golden Acre. We want you to come and visit us. But when you buy a plant from us and from other garden centers, because they know that plants, okay, at this time of year, what's the first thing you do when somebody has bought a plant? You turn around, you put it in paper. Yeah. Okay, you see people all the time leaving Safeway or Superstore and they're carrying their plant and it's one degree, minus 10, minus 20, and they're walking across the parking lot carrying a poinsettia. Yeah. Yeah, it's dead. That's so true. That is so true. And not a lot of people know that about wrapping up plants. It's like going outside naked. Yeah. You wouldn't do that in minus 10. And and it's, um, people go, well, it's got plastic on it. Plastic is not a good enough insulator. Plastic sticks. Again, it's like going out in minus 10 and being like, well, I'm not going to go uh, naked, but I am going to wear polyester. Well, and they do like, I mean, we see them obviously when they come into the store and they've just been shipped, they all come into the store with paper. So yep. if the growers are adding paper, then there's something to be said about making sure it's protected on the way home. And, and uh, do you know where the vast majority of all poinsettias come from? Mexico. Nope. Oh, where? No. Oh, you didn't know that. No. I thought you would have known this. No. Oh my God. You got to mention this one on social media. Cause this is something I was a couple of years ago. I was talking to Jeanette it took me like a moment to get my head around it because I said the same thing. I, th- I figured like Florida, Mexico, yeah. Cali, yeah. whatever. Uh, the vast majority of our poinsettias, the new ones, everything else you see come from uh, the very exotic region of Okotoks. <laughs> what? Yeah. No, they don't. Legitimately, there is a poinsettia grower in Okotoks. The poinsettias that you're looking at in my office right now, the poinsettias that you see downstairs, the poinsettia I gave to my mom was locally grown. I can't even believe that. Right? Like it goes against every... That's actually blown me away. I didn't realize. I mean, I know we try to stick to doing things local as much as possible, but like I didn't realize that something that exotic-like would be grown so close to home. So that's really cool. Yeah, and what we do a lot, and I know you know this from from your time many years ago as a cashier, when uh, the staff in house plants take the sleeves off, they keep the sleeves and they bring them to uh, the front. Yes, that is and so those, true. Yeah, those sleeves are repurposed mm-hmm. so that they go out. First thing you want to do is get your poinsettia home safe. Do you do that thing and where you put a seatbelt on it? <laughs> I've, I- got, I've got a picture of it with a seatbelt <laughs> <Yeah>. on. <laughs> oh my God, I'm so glad you went. I literally, I put it in, I'm like, I pulled the seatbelt. I do that too. <laughs> Do you start the car and leave it running so it's warm, so it's not sitting in the cold? <laughs> and then you're driving home, you're like, oh my God, I have to stop. Will the car stay warm for three minutes? I could be in and out in three minutes. <laughs> you know, I'm really bad too. I'll put it in the back seat so I can look at it through my rear view mirror. <laughs> like, are you safe back there? <laughs> like, like, I don't have kids, so this yeah. is the closest thing that I've got. Yeah, uh, I have kids and I'd rather drive around with my poinsettia. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love Harry. Um, but, uh, okay. So, so let's say, okay, you've got it wrapped in paper. You got it home safely. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
And the great thing that you mentioned right off the bat, that is, is perfect, because this is how I like to explain it. People come in and they go, oh, what does this plant need? And you go, well, uh, bright indirect light, uh, and it likes its soil slightly damp, but kind of dry. And people are like, oh, all right, well, that helps me not at all. <laughs> so what I've taken to doing, because a lot of people can equate this, uh, it works with uh Cactus very well, it works with poinsettias very well, is you go, oh, it's native to Mexico, that's the conditions you're trying to replicate. Mm -hmm. And they go, oh, okay, I can Ding. do that. So uh, it likes a lot of light, it likes to be warm. Wait, am I describing myself? <laughs> it likes to go to the beach, uh, it likes to swim. Nicoladas <laughs> yeah, walks in the rain. Like <laughs> Great, now I got that in my Do you like being a galad? <laughs> um, you know, I always thought that song was by Barry Manilow. No, I you didn't. I, in my defense, it's a cheesy, terrible song from the 70s. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, it's Barry Manilow. And then I found out it wasn't. And I was like, eh, oh. still Barry Manilow. <laughs> uh, great, but now I have that song in my head. Um, so you want to replicate those conditions. So uh, it wants to be warm. And um, I remember when we when we first came uh, to Canada, my mom got a poinsettia and she got it home safely uh, and she loved it. Like I said, we didn't have them in Europe and she was so excited with this new plant. Three or four days, five days maybe after we got it home, it starts dropping its leaves. Oh no, that and, short. Yeah, it starts looking terrible. We had no idea because again, we're not familiar with it at all. And this is before internet. This is, you know, it was 1989 when we moved to Canada. Yeah. Uh, my mom put it uh, where everybody could appreciate it, right next to the front door. Oh, no. They do not like temperature fluctuations. No, and it's very drafty yeah. there. So if you've got a, a drafty window, keep it away from that. Yeah. Uh, they, don't, they do not want to be cold. So keep it nice and warm, steady temperature. Whatever the temperature of your house is, is fine. Yeah. Um, you don't have to go over and above for it. Nice and bright. And then you don't ever want it to be bone dry, but you don't want it to be saturated. Okay. Yeah, so less water more often. So instead of like, oh, uh, there you go, you get a full cup of water uh, once a week, it'll probably prefer to have, say, a quarter cup of water every two to three days. Okay. So keep an eye on it like that. And then a lot of people say you don't need to fertilize your poinsettia uh, during this season. And then I've uh, read other things as well. And I I don't really do much with uh, with poinsettias, I'll, I'll be honest. But uh, I did read a few articles from trusted sources that said uh, a little bit of fertilizer um, helps it maintain its vibrant red color. Something like uh, Rage Plus, so 006, high potassium. Or if you already have a houseplant fertilizer and it's your general all-purpose, that would be fine as well. Oh, nice and easy, right? Yeah, I, they really are. They're, they're, they're like a rose. Okay, you talk to people about rose and they're like, oh, I could never look after a rose. They are so difficult. You're like, they're not. No. I don't know why they got this reputation uh, of being difficult, but roses, I mean, maybe it's the Englishman in me, but roses, I've never found them uh, hard to work with. Poinsettias the same. My, my poinsettias do great whenever I have them and, and my mum's too. Just follow those very simple steps and away you go. And it, that's probably why it makes a really great gift as well this time of year, because yep. it is so easy. Like there's nothing like giving someone a gift that's just like a nightmare to take care of. And poinsettias as well. The good thing about them, it's even though you can keep them uh, year round, a lot of people do view them as like temporary ornamentation. Yeah. So you're not like, oh, here's an obligation for you. Like here's a Christmas decoration. Yeah. You know. Compost uh, it later. Exactly. Yeah. And 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 one other thing I'll add is if 
you want it in your living room, and your living room is uh, north-facing, they're, they're pretty good at tolerating low light uh, every once in a while. So say Christmas Day, you have everybody in the living room, and you want your poinsettia in the living room. Uh, put it in full sun for the few days prior to that, and then bring it into the living room, and it'll, it'll be absolutely fine. Or put them under a grow light. Do you know? Can you propagate those? I've Ooh, never tried. I I mean, possibly. <laughs> I I mean, it has to be done. I I I don't know if you could water prop, but I I I'm willing to bet you could. Uh, cut a stem off one yeah. uh, and water prop it. Uh, I mean, they seem pretty darn hardy. I always get mad when I find out that something we consider like an annual or it has to be a houseplant is like a perennial elsewhere. Like I know. <laughs> the New Guinea <laughs> impatient. <laughs> I know. That's just uh, like a sting, right? Oh, Seriously. That one hurts. Because, uh, I mean, I've I've seen photos of them and they're like five foot tall and six foot wide and just covered in flowers yeah. and they're like yeah whatever show off <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go look at my spruce tree you don't have one of those uh, <laughs> but some poinsettias it's so funny because the poinsettias that we see and 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 the poinsettias that you bring as gifts and whatnot they're so beautiful mm-hmm. they're curated and they're tight and they're clustered and they're bright red but if you look them up uh in the in the wild like in their native environment they look exactly like the native shrubs do here. They do. They're I've looked at them. They're leggy and they're yeah, woody. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to include that in our yeah. show notes. It's really quite cool to see them in their natural exactly habitat. Exactly. Where you see. And and it's, it must have been Reddick. Somebody was like, uh, does, is, is my neighbor's plant a poinsettia? <laughs> yeah. And it was the ugliest, rattiest thing I've ever, there's bad branches. And I was like. I don't know what it is, but it could stand to use a good pruning. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't comment that because I'm not a jerk. But I was like, I was like, yeah, that that needs some work. Okay, deep green leaves, uh, bright red bracts. Other than that, looks nothing like the poinsettias we have downstairs. And I'm like, that is so cool. Do you think we have to deadhead him? Uh, I don't believe so. I no. don't. I know. I don't believe so because okay. the the flowers are so tiny. Yeah, they're not pollinated. They're probably just either going to fall off or just wither up. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like deadheading. Uh, I don't deadhead my Christmas cactus. No. You know, they fall off um, or they hang on for dear life and then you move it and they all fall off and you're like, fantastic. Now <laughs> I have to clean that up. One, yeah, I don't do this. Uh, <laughs> I love the preface. I was like, I was like, I'm going to be smart. Yeah. Uh, and I was vacuuming and I took the nozzle and I was like, I'm going to vacuum the dead heads off. Yeah, I damaged my plant. <laughs> I broke. I can only imagine the look on your face. When they- I thought it would be. I mean, the plant's still alive. It's still going. It's in bloom uh, in my house right now. A little early. Um, I can never get my Christmas cactus to bloom. I think one year, one of them went at Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, they get trapped beautifully. They're healthy. They're vibrant. Yeah. Uh, they either bloom early. They bloom late. They bloom in the middle of the summer. And I'm like, all right, you do you, man. Yeah. Like I'm, I can't get mad at you. I'll take your lead. You just do it, whatever yep, you want, and exactly. then I'll just be thankful. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> so National Poinsettia Day, just a reminder, is December twelfth. Maybe if you want to show a little bit of appreciation for our poinsettias, you can absolutely go out to any of your local garden centers and see what they have in stock. Maybe try a different kind of variety this year. Also, um, I went online to look up ways to celebrate poinsettia day. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> You're already laughing. What would you say if I told you that you could make a poinsettia punch? It doesn't involve poinsettias, I swear. A, a, <laughs> I swear. A poinsettia. Oh. So it's... um. 
you apparently blend 14 ounces of cranberry juice with 20 ounces of ginger ale, throw in a dash of lemon juice for a citrus zing, and then share it with your friends and make a toast to poinsettia day. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> I, I come in on a day off to go and do that with you. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that you can do is you can decorate with poinsettia inspired designs. So you can do some like DIYs around the house. You could also venture out and see if there's anything going on in your city with poinsettias. Like maybe there's a greenhouse that features a really cool looking poinsettia yeah. that you can go and visit. Right. You could do like real low effort like me and take a picture of your poinsettia and Put it on social media. Yes. Hashtag poinsettia day. There you go. And okay. Now the big question. Though. Yeah. Now I'm not, not hypothetical question. Yes. Because I don't have one prepared. <laughs> I'm sure you do. I have it. Poinsettia or poinsettia? I always say poinsettia, but I have her poinsettia. And I, that's, I'm asking the real questions here, Brandy. <laughs> this is the hard, exactly. <laughs> Welcome to poinsettia punch with Colin. <laughs> I'm curious though, if more people say poinsettia or poinsettia. The thing is, I, I, I actually, I reckon they're both correct. Yeah. Okay. I think probably the more correct version is poinsettia. Yeah. But when I first came here, it was poinsettia. Everybody in yeah. everybody in the Maritimes uh, in New Brunswick, poinsettia, poinsettia, yeah. poinsettia. Yeah. That's all we heard. And then that's all I've ever called it. And then I started only recently in like the last maybe six or seven years have I started hearing more poinsettia. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, is that actually the correct one? And more people are being turned on to it or. That's the thing about culture. It's just is yeah. constantly changing, right? Maybe it's those young kids and they're, they're like, oh man, your poinsettia is fleek. <laughs> no, remember? No, nobody says remember. that anymore. I don't remember. Nobody <laughs> says that anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, what's the new word of the uh, uh, Riz? Oh, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, they were like, uh, Oxford announced the word of the year, Riz. And I was like, oh, please tell me you have another page that tells me what it means. It's uh, apparently short for charisma. Oh, yeah. No, I get that. Defined as style, charm, or attractiveness. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. I got hella fleek riz <laughs> with my poinsettia. Do you know I actually learned a new word <gasps> this year? It's anthophile. Do you know what that means? Anthophile. Yeah. Somebody who really likes Anthony's. <laughs> no, no, it's an organism that visits flowers or a oh. person who loves flowers. I'm an anthophile. You are an anthophile. I'm an anthophile. Yeah. We're we are anthophiles. That should be, you know how like plants have uh, the common name and the botanical name? Yeah. That should be uh, our botanical name of the podcast. So whatever helpful is in Greek, I don't know. I'm not even going to try and guess because I, I literally don't know Greek. But it could be the blah, 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 anthophiles. It'll be called like the anthophiles. And, and it'll be like files about And people flowers. will be like, I don't want to listen to people talk about Anthony. <laughs> yeah, probably. Be like, this week, Anthony Hopkins. Oh Next week, tune in for Anthony Starr. <laughs> <laughs> I know two Anthonys. Well, this week's hypothetical question of the week is, what are your thoughts on using poinsettias as a year-round decorative plant rather than just during the holiday season? Do they bring a unique or vibrant touch to indoor spaces throughout the year? Or do you think their association with the holidays makes them best suited for seasonal use? Uh, it's not hypothetical, but it's more yeah, like an opinion a, piece. It's a wicked timely question, though, because you know what's funny? Why? And I didn't, I didn't even bring it up in the podcast, but I decided... Uh, this year, I'm going to try and keep my poinsettia alive. You are. Yep. So, okay. So you're going to be living out this question yeah. for the next year. I, uh, uh, 
I mean, I do it with my Christmas cactus and they're like, some. I mean, they all started from like little rescues and, and propagations. And I was like, why do I always throw it away? Why do I always throw it? Like, why do I, uh, like it's sitting there vibrant and healthy and I'm like, Christmas is over. Out you go. It's so true though. <laughs> Poinsettia is for life, not just Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's why it's such a difficult question because it's like, if you keep a poinsettia around, it, does it lose its holiday luster? It's yeah. like it's like having Christmas dinner every day of the year. It's like it doesn't really make the it thing special is, anymore. It, my understanding from people I've spoken to is after uh, a little bit, it's going to lose its bracts. Because like any perennial, um, if you had an echinacea, you brought an echinacea into your house in a pot and you kept it year round. Now echinaceas do uh, need to go dormant, different uh, uh, growing zones. Uh, but if you kept it, it wouldn't bloom the whole time. It would only bloom a certain time. Look at the Christmas cactus. They don't bloom all the time. Yeah. The bracts, uh, it may lose them or they may revert back to just green. I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Again, I've never done it myself. If you do want it to go red again for next Christmas, you, you have to kind of force it like forcing a bulb. You need to cut down its light, uh, starve it of a little bit of water, like cut down its water, cut down its light. It's something like it needs uh, 16 hours of complete black, uh, like dark, like in a dark room or in the, uh, call it Harry Potter and put it in the closet under the stairs or something. <laughs> Harry poinsettia otter. Um and then apparently you can get it red for Christmas. I am uh, not going to make that effort. No. But I'm I'm going to, I decided that. I'm like, why do I get rid of it? I buy I buy a beautiful house plant every year. I keep all my other house plants in that one. I'm like, out you go, Sonny. Yeah. Because I feel like we just treat it like an annual year. Yep. My concern there, though, is that I will keep it alive and it will do great. And I'll be like, I love it, but it won't turn red. So I'll need to get a red one for next Christmas. And then I'll be like, well, I can't throw this one away because I didn't throw the last one away. And in seven years time, I've got seven points. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. But then I know what I'm like. Then I'll be bored and I'm going to be like, OK, now I am going to force you guys. Yeah. But yeah, this year I'm going to I'm going to try and keep mine and see what happens. So I'll yeah. keep you I'll keep you updated. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because I, I see it from both sides. Right. I see it from why get rid of a perfectly healthy plant just because it's a holiday season thing. Yeah. Like, I mean, you, there's no bringing back a Christmas tree. There's, you know. Yeah. And we and like you said, we do keep Christmas cactus over the year. So why get rid of a poinsettia? But at the same time, you know, I can also see it losing its luster and its Christmas, you know, Yep. Sim symbolism. So there's that side of it too. So I'd really want to know what your opinion is. I'm going to pop this question over onto our Spotify question. So make sure to give that an answer. I'd love to hear your thoughts and reach out to us in other ways as well. I mean, we're available on Facebook and Instagram at Golden Acre Garden. You can also reach out to us by email info at goldenacre.ca. Make sure to put in the subject line something to do with the Helpful Gardeners podcast and then we'll see it. Really excited about next week's episode though, because we're going to go into a whole bunch of like Christmas and festive and just a whole bunch of holiday traditions. Excellent. We're going to go on camera. So we're going to share some of our what, what? favorite festive treats. Yeah. May come in costume again. We'll see how things go. <laughs> that was really fun last time. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll bring in some of my home baking. Yeah. I'll make those mint brownies. I mean, if, if not the holiday season, then when, yeah. right? Like, wow. What a year. I know. The last couple of weeks where I'm like, oh my God, it is dragging by. And then I'm like, holy moly, it's December time. Yeah, like, exactly. Uh, before you know it, it'll all be over. We'll be in 2024 going, what the heck happened? <laughs> so, but, well, we'll enjoy it while we can. Exactly. And we'll see you all next weekend. Bye, everyone. <laughs>